0: MJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that, that ass up! The Breakfast Club is on. Okay,
1: okay, okay. I
2: love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me, and return, I'm always going to be good to you. all a lot of people in the hip hop generation, the Breakfast Club is where people get the information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. And that aspect radio is still important.
0: The Breakfast Club. When
2: my name come up, respect it.
1: Almost think it wasn't Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Well, it is Wednesday. Ha- What's uh, Yes, Wednesday hump day. Happy hump day to everybody out there. Middle of the week. How you guys doing? Yeah, you I'm know. okay.
4: I went for a little jog yesterday, and I think I hurt my leg or something. I've been in pain. Really? Yeah. It's okay, though. I hope that I feel better by tomorrow.
1: Okay. Well, today is a great day for me. It's a special day drum. Hit my song, please. Happy birthday. Oh, yes. Today is May 13th. Me and my wife, you know, we've been together since she was 15 and I was 16. Today, we've been married 19 years. 19 Congratulations. years. Been together wow. 25 years. Married 19 years. We are all hey. I am an old head I'm happy to be an old head I'm happy. I, look, I woke up this morning be. so happy, man. I, I, oh my goodness, I feel blessed. People that have been in this quarantine, and they've been hating their spouse, hating their wives, hating their husbands, but everything has been great. Um, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be who I am. I tell everybody today, she guided me, she trained me, and she molded me to a man.
4: <laughs> that, was
1: that was a lot, lot of beautiful. work, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of work. And she did. She she a lot of work and she continues to, because I continue to do stupid stuff. But you know, we men. But that is my baby. I love her to death.
4: That's a terrible excuse. No, I mean Y'all growing I mean,
1: together.
5: Yeah, we go' Y'all growing together, that's all. <laughs> Every day should be <laughs> about evolution. I ah, there you. You know go. what I mean? But you're fifty-one, go. so like you still. Not got fifty one, I'm no, I'm not fifty, no, I'm not
1: sixty, I'm not seventy. We got a long way to go. You know what I'm saying? You in your 40s,
5: everything everything is a new experience. That's Every right. day is a new experience. That's right. The kids are growing.
1: They, the, kids, the kids are going to change, y'all. That's right. Beautiful, man. This, this is great. So today is a special day for me and my wife. Happy anniversary. I don't know what we're going to do today. There's not much we can do outside, but we're just going to, you know, enjoy each other in the house, man, which is the, most, the, important oh, the most important thing. That's the beauty of it. The most important thing is was... being with each other. That's right. So That's, a, that, that's how you should look at it. When this show is when this show is over, I'm gonna go back upstairs and we just gonna cuddle. We're gonna have some breakfast. We're gonna talk. We gonna pray. This is the best time, man. I'm excited, man. Anyway, that's just me.
5: You should be excited. Happy anniversary, man. 19 years is a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially for somebody that's 52. Shut up, man. Shut up. Not no damn Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Well, Nikki Jam will be joining us this morning. Nikki yes. Jam, Nikki Jam now, will be joining us. Now, now he's a, uh, he has
4: a he has a Netflix what? series right now too called El Ganador. That's really good.
1: El Ganadores. So he's yes. Latino. No, El Ganador, he, huge Latin artist. El Ganador. And, right, no, um, yeah. originally from the Bronx, then moved back to Puerto okay. Rico. He'll tell you his story. He was in Bad Boys, too, the new Bad Boys. I thought if he was from seen...
4: Massachusetts.
1: Oh, yeah, he was from Massachusetts. My bad. Massachusetts, then went to Puerto Rico, then went to the Bronx. But, yes, mm-hmm. he was in Bad Boys as well. If you've seen the new Bad Boys flick, he was uh, one of the villains in Bad Boys. So we're going to kick it with him in a little bit. After. Awesome. And he's on, bad new,
4: he's on Bad Bunny's new album also that
1: just mm-hmm. came out. Oh, oh boy, out poppy, okay,
5: a.k.a. bop, drum.
4: And he was... Or- Yes. He was in a we're group with Daddy Yankee. He's in a group of Daddy Yankee, too.
5: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to rely on Boy Out Poppy this morning. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I have, an a. Name, okay. not have a name, an thank you. Boy Dot Poppy. have Bop. a name. <laughs> <Drums>. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to rely on you, okay? We're going to throw, throw the ball to you this, this, during this
1: interview, okay? Nah, these are my peoples. I'm ready. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? <laughs>
4: Uh, we are gonna talk about some unfortunate situations that have been happening in the United States. And a couple of these are gonna make you angry.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee. Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. We start Yee.
4: Well, I have a couple of stories that I know are going to make you very upset this morning. One of them did result in a death. Now, the first one we'll tell you about is in North Carolina. A corrections officer was fired after he and 15 other people, some of them were armed, went to a person's home and harassed a teenager who they thought was involved in a girl's disappearance. Jordan Keita is now being charged with forcible trespass with breaking and entering and a willful failure to discharge duties. Now, according to reports, they said that uh, uh, this officer, while armed and in uniform in a county that he was not uh, duly sworn in, actually showed up with a mob of people. They heard about uh, this young girl who was missing and showed up at this house. Monica Shepard and her son, Damien, were one of two black families in this middle class Pender County neighborhood. And... He was playing video games. He heard a knock at the door. His mother was sleeping. He opened the door and found a group of about 15 white people, mostly men, three of them armed, on the porch and on the walkway of his property. They said the group came up like a lynch mob to the door, demanding that Monica Shepard and her son Damien answer their questions. They were actually looking for another black teen, and they wanted information about a 16-year-old girl who had run away from home. And they were very threatening, you know, with assault weapons and everything. So he did try mm. to close the front door on them. And that's when Jordan Keita stuck his foot in the door, refused to let them shut it, and kept demanding to come into the home. Uh, that's when Monica Shepard, the mother, woke up during the confrontation, ordered her son to go back inside. And they started grilling her, insisting that they allowed to co- be allowed to come in. She did try to close the door. Uh, they prevented that from happening. The group then eventually realized they were at the wrong residence. They were looking for a black teenager who had previously lived next door, but had moved out of the neighborhood weeks before this happened. They did oh, find yeah, the mercy. young girl, uh, the 16-year-old girl, later on that night. So Kita did end up getting fired.
5: Yeah, I did read. Um, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, I read that story. I mean, you know, listen. I don't know how many times we got to tell white people that all black people don't look alike. That's number one. Okay, now, would it and be number foul? two. You
1: do. Would it be foul if they owned an assault rifle and they came to the door with their gun and they started shooting them people for trying to come oh, in that would be foul. Because they're trying know. to barge into my house and, they, and they're not the, the police, well, they have no warrants and I start firing me, at them. Is that foul? Let me is tell you wrong? about this
4: story about Brianna Taylor. Start and this is in Louisville, off. Kentucky. She was asleep. She was at home asleep with her boyfriend. And that's when Louisville Metro Police Department officers who were looking for a suspect at the wrong home shot and killed her. They went into her house, forced their way in, and. They were. They did that while she was in bed asleep, like I said, and that's when her boyfriend fired a shot, fired and uh, hit a police officer because he had no idea who was in the house. They thought somebody was breaking in, and the officer started shooting in the apartment and ended up uh, shooting and killing her. They were in plain and he clothes what? and unmarked vehicles. Jesus Christ.
5: Now come on! Now here's why police officers have to measure twice in order to cut once in situations like that. They run Absolutely up in somebody's right. house, playing clothes officers. If I'm practicing my Second Amendment rights and I have a legal firearm on me, and I just hear somebody busting my door and they got on plain clothes, what the hell you think I'm gonna start doing? It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? It is. If I pick off a couple of them, then it's my fault. But I didn't know that they were police officers. They busted in my house. You know they they came and to plain the wrong clothes. house.
4: And,
1: and plain clothes. And plain clothes. And unlocked yeah. cars. What am I supposed to do? In a situation
5: right, like
4: that.
1: Protect this. your family. Oh, Let your clip go. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. You don't know who's in your uh, house, Brianna especially if they're not Taylor. announcing, uh, especially if they're not announcing police, you know, if you're trying to kick yeah. in the door. No, hell no.
4: No. Brianna Taylor was an EMT worker. She was only 26 years old mm, mm, mm. and she was shot and killed. Eight times she was shot. Eight and
5: times. If you, and and, if and you know what? Itself, you
4: know what's crazy? Her boyfriend was arrested and he's been charged with assault and attempted murder on a police officer.
5: Why? Because he was in his house, minding his business, when that's a crazy. bunch of uh, guys bust in with plain clothes from an unmarked car. And even if they did announce themselves, I'm just waking up in my sleep, I don't know what the hell going on. I'm startled. All I hear is noise. Of course you're going to grab your heat instead and, and get the bussing. Come on, man. All right. Well,
4: that's you got- your front page news. I told y'all this was going to make you angry this morning.
5: So what do you do, though? What do you do in a situation like that? How does somebody like Breonna Taylor get justice because the police made a mistake? And once again, that's why when you're in certain positions, if you're a police officer, if you're a surgeon, you have to measure twice in order to cut once. You can't afford to make a mistake. How does does that family in North Carolina get justice? How does Breonna Taylor's family get justice against the same people that are supposed to be protecting and serving? Who gave that
1: address? Who looked at the wrong address? Like, all those people should be liable. Did they say police here? No, those people should be liable. You just can't walk up into the wrong house and then start shooting and say, oops, I'm sorry. Oops, and I'm sorry doesn't bring that young lady
4: back. The suspect actually was already in police custody after he was arrested earlier that day.
5: They all should be fired. Every every, every officer in Breonna Taylor case should be fired. And it shouldn't even be a question. That's a, that's a, that's a liable mistake. Like, yeah. she's dead now. She's because dead. Because they made
1: a mistake? Because they was in the wrong address? Come on, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club.
3: <laughs>
0: this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same
1: energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. It's RJ. How y'all doing today? RJ, what's hey, up?
2: Hey, RJ. I just want to get off my chest, man. I feel like uh, us as a black community, we really need to start coming together. You know, it's a lot of positive things going on and it's a lot of negative. I just feel like if we all really, truly came together, you know, as a whole, you know, things would be a lot better for us, you know, because I get tired of pulling up my social media page and seeing someone getting beat by the cops or, you know, getting untreated because
5: of healthcare issues. Hey, I agree, my brother. We do need more unity and group operation, but when we say come together, we have to come together to do something, right? Like, you can't just come together the whole hand and kumbaya, my lord. Right?
6: Right. Oh, yeah, of course. You gotta come together
5: and do something. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for calling, brother. Hello, who's this? It's AB. AB, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. What's going on, MV? What's going on with you?
7: Not much, man. I just wanted to get off my chest, man. This police brutality stuff is getting out of hand, man. Like,
5: getting? It's, it's, been, a, it's <laughs> like, been out of hand. <laughs> it's been out of hand for a long time, sir. Decades, as long as I've been alive, I've been alive forty-one it's, years.
6: It's, it's
5: like, and you're right, Charlemagne.
7: But it's just the fact that, man. Like, when, when is it gonna stop, though? Like, when? when, when I really
5: when don't know, brother. When
7: is our voice gonna be heard as a as a community? Of like, you know what I mean? Because like, we share our our, our our opinions, but it's like ain't nothing being done it's just like the white folks gonna do what they want to do
5: i think it'll stop when they're actually held accountable for their actions in a real way you know what i'm saying not even just you know firings but when they're actually arrested and charged and convicted and sent to prison i think that's when it'll change but i don't see that happening no time soon man this
7: sadly because sad it's like it's like our kid our younger kids got to grow up in, in in fear of you know when they get older you know if they it yeah. down the street or they get pulled over, you know what I mean? Is, are they going to be killed because
1: Absolutely, they yeah.
7: look like somebody? You know what I mean?
1: It's a thought that I have all the time, man. And, and that worries me about my kids. just never know, bro. I wanted to shout you out, man. I, I love your, your mixes and stuff, man. You, you're doing your thing. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm
8: telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling,
0: calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
1: Hello, who's this? This is our What's up, brother? Get it off your chest.
6: Yeah, man, I think the this, this southern states are opening up too soon uh, with this coronavirus pandemic. I feel like they're valuing dollars over lives right now. Pretty yeah, much. Absolutely. Hey, just go ahead and open up. Yeah, just go ahead and open up. We don't care what happens to people. And I feel like Trump, he's pretty much deflecting, basically blaming everyone else, not taking responsibility for what's going on. I just think it's crazy, man, that we're valuing dollars over lives now.
5: Why you say just the sovereign states? It's 42 states uh, reopening. Yeah,
6: I mean, I, mean, I mean, yeah, we got all these other states reopening, but I'm, I'm from South Carolina. I'm from Spartanburg, South Carolina, the 864, but... I just yes, see it sir. a lot down here. Like, I'll, I'll go to Lowe's, and you'll see it slam-packed. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, what the heck happened to social distancing?
5: I'm from the 843. I saw the list. I was like, uh, they opening up barbershops, hair salons, nail salons, massage therapy. I'm like, damn, South Carolina might as well just open up. <laughs> opening up all them businesses. <laughs> man,
6: we're, hey, hey, we're pretty much open now here, man. It's crazy. It's open season. And I, I just find it crazy. And then you see the numbers spiking each day. Like, I look at the... The total mm-hmm. number of reported cases, he day, and you just see it climbing and climbing and climbing. But yeah, our governor doesn't care. He, he'd rather value dollars over lives, and yeah, they care I, about I, the I money. Come back and buy them. Yeah, they just care about what? the money, man. And it's it's it sick that our country cares about the money rather than people's lives because it, it doesn't affect them until it affects one of their family members. That's when they'll actually care about it.
5: You they right. don't care. They don't care about that either. Shoot, there's people in the White House that's come down with <laughs> coronavirus.
6: They still wide open. It's over. not there. Yeah, it's not their family, but it, it's just a crazy
5: situation. Question: though, do all you right, working bro. low? What, what you need a I'm about to hook up. I if no, I'm saying he in there too. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he walking, he walking around in there too. So you can't complain because they look. It's probably people in there looking at you, saying, "Look at this packed ass store. It's all about hello?
9: perspective." hello, who's this? Hello, good morning. How you doing? What's up, brother? Get it off what your you chest. What up, Dre? Yeah, man. I want to want to say uh, uh, RIP to Breonna Taylor. That's um. That's this looks crazy, man. Like I'm dealing with a situation with the cops and somebody trespassing right now myself, and I, I'm I'm fighting it in court. Well, I'm going to be fighting as soon as the court's open back up. But basically, I caught somebody trespassing on my property, trying to steal a, a dog from me, and he assaulted me when I caught him, and I defended myself because he went to the hospital, and it's just a white guy because he went to the hospital. I'm being charged with some crazy charges, and I'm facing five to twenty to But he was on mm-hmm. my property, and he, he never got in trouble. And it's like, How, how did you, hell, how did you defend yourself? It. How you defend yourself? With your hands? Yeah, and whatever else I got, you know how I go. Back. Congratulations. College, beat you. Whatever they, the first thing they can grab. Well, you yes. you know what? I can
1: tell you spoke to a lawyer because you're using the proper terms, but you know you yes. say you detained him until the police came, and he was fighting you, so you defended yourself. I detained him yes. until the police came. I wasn't trying to hurt him. Did you, you have a lawyer? Yes. Okay. All right. You know what to say there. Oh, yeah. Them, yeah, they they in the way, man. Like Make sure you use them proper terms. They treat like the him like the victim and me like the,
9: like like I was on his property or something.
1: I was scared to death. It, I thought he was going to kill me. I thought I could detain him, and he started fighting. I didn't know what it was. Just make sure I was scared it, to yeah. death. I had to defend myself.
5: If he was white know. and
1: that guy was black, you wouldn't even have no charges.
9: Exactly. And I probably would have got guns drawn on me, got shot at, at the scene and everything.
1: I'm sure. Right. All right, brother.
9: I want to say RIP to everybody else who had an unfortunate incident with the
1: police. It's crazy right now. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Get it off your chest. And I just want to tell everybody out there, if you ever get into an incident, your words matter. And what you say matters. All right? You see, the, you see the brother that just called? Yes, I detained him until the police came. That means I wasn't trying to hurt him. That means I was just trying to make sure the police came and couldn't arrest him. Then he started fighting me back, and I had to defend myself. I was scared. It doesn't show aggressiveness. It just shows I was trying to defend my life. Things like that say just remember, if you ever get into an incident, it's what you say because they write down everything. Everything that you say, they write down. I know from personal experience. But anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way?
4: Yes, we'll tell you about a place that is now scheduled to reopen so some people will be employed again. And then we'll also tell you about a child star who has never touched the income from their first job.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
0: Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, nah,
4: nah, 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 nah. Yes, yeah, so we're nearing the end of the ESPN documentary series, The Last Dance, and one story that people are saying might be missing from... This whole documentary is what happened with his wife at the time, his ex-wife, Juanita. Now, they were married for 17 years, and they got married in 1989, and apparently they met at a Bennigan's restaurant in Chicago after a Bulls game. They said at the time... His divorce was among the most expensive in history. They got, uh, they were, he was estimated worth $398 million at the time of their first divorce filing. Then they tried to work it through and work things out. She withdrew her petition for a divorce a month later, but then they did end up deciding to end their marriage. And she got $168 million at that time in the divorce settlement, which is one of the largest in sports history. Uh, so that's just one story that we might not see on the series. Yeah.
1: You when they, they mean, get divorced? What year was that? Seventeen years. Well so it had to be what, 2000 and... 2006. Yeah, so that that had, no, 2006. 2006.
5: had nothing to do with basketball. That was way after the basketball career was over. Because his last the last dance was in what, ninety eight? Yeah, so that was way after the last dance. Yeah, that, that was what yeah, that was way after that, that the last dance. Had nothing had nothing to do with it.
4: I guess what they're saying in this article is that they didn't even talk about them meeting. Uh, she first filed for divorce in 2002, but that whole story wasn't even, you know. Yeah, but like you four said, it
5: nothing four, to do with the last years, dance. Four years after he was in the league. Niggas just be wanting drama. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that had nothing to do with the nope. last dance. His, his, his father's murder was in there because that was in the middle of his, his that NBA the career. The gambling, the, the gambling <laughs> was in there because yep. it was in the middle of his NBA career. The divorce had nothing to do. Well, I guess
4: it, they did meet in 1985. So okay, romance in the guess, doc. Romance in the last is, I'm just telling you what this article is saying. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one story that you will not see. All right, Tyler Perry is going to resume filming in Atlanta, according to reports. And we already told you that he had been planning to do that, making sure all of the employees were tested, security guard, guards, gardeners, everybody. They had a private lab where they tested everybody, and they're going to all live at the Tyler Perry studios during the time of filming. So now we have some dates. So BET Sisters will start on July 8th and the Oval will start on July 28th. According to Variety, they are confirming that's when those productions will start for both shows. And they'll both take place over approximately two and a half weeks. But they're being very safe about it.
5: I was randomly uh, talking about Tyler Perry yesterday because I was speaking about how, you know, a lot of these uh, TV productions and movie productions won't be happening Right, but Tyler Perry's reopening in his studio, and if he's shooting his content, you know how much stuff Tyler Perry can probably sell to networks right now. But you just know because what? Because he's going to be the only person making stuff.
1: But he's doing it right. He's making people live in there that nobody. So it's yep. kind of like you can't leave, so you can't get it because nobody's coming in and out. Once you get tested, you're in there and you're stuck in there. That makes perfect sense. That yep. Yeah,
4: makes perfect and he has house. the ability to do it though. He has yes. 330 acres and spaces yep. to house people. So. You can definitely social social
1: distance on 330 acres.
5: But he's, yeah, gonna, make so <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna make
4: there. so much Nobody
1: money. Yeah, he got everything there. Nobody has to leave. That's that's so smart. You and I'm sure he'll continue to build probably a, a complex just in case anything like this ever happens again. He can do even more because he's the only studio that can do that, right?
5: Which is brilliant. Um, I don't know if he's the only one, but I, the fact that That he's has doing housing it, uh, and
1: living and you know he'll, restaurants he'll,
5: and all that. He'll he'll be able to sell a lot of content if he can shoot during this time.
4: Mm-hmm. Only thing is, he, it looks like he still has his own obligations of things that he has to film that he's already in contract for. So I'm sure that's going to take priority over new projects right now. Of right? course.
5: But, mm-hmm. I mean, but, but he also might let other people come in and, and, and produce on his, on his property. You know what I'm saying? If he has those facilities, like you just said. Correct.
4: All right. Now, raven Simone says she has never touched her Cosby show, uh, Residuals. She was doing an Instagram Live with Jerome Trammell, and here's what she had to say about that.
0: So, is it true that you haven't touched your Cosby money or you mean like residuals as of lately?
4: I haven't touched my Cosby money.
5: I mean, that's a, that's right. a blessing. And that's that means a blessing. You got money, money. And that's smart uh, money management. Yeah, mm-hmm. money is not to be spent anyway, it's to be saved. And if you have several sources of income coming in at once, then some of that money should absolutely be stacking. Absolutely.
4: All right. Now, Kaya and Trina with this uh, back and forth that they had, we told you first, Kaya recently said they could go hit for hit during a versus battle. Trina made it very clear that she has no intention of doing such a thing with Kaya. As a matter of fact, she even announced that she's going to be doing hers with Trick Daddy actually tonight. If you guys want to watch that, she's doing a battle with Trick Daddy Tonight, um at eight PM. Uh so now Kaya had this to say.
10: Talking about diamond princess, bitch, you pawned all your diamonds a long time ago, ho. You don't own nothing but HIV and the HIV medications, cause that's the only thing you ever had was diseases up your ass, bitch. Who is checking for you? Katrina Salv the goddamn hard. But we'll wait. We got time. We home on quarantine. We can check the numbers and I outrun you each and every mother time. I done swallowed you whole then and I'm swallowing you whole now. We the people wanna know. Why you think everybody is beneath you, ho? And who gave the crown to the baddest, baddest, bad sound? Because we still confused because we don't know not that hit, uh-uh, that you ever had again. Treg, your dog is loose.
5: I was highly entertained by that rant yesterday. Can't even sit here and lie to uh, <laughs> you, Kaya, Kaya, Kaya can't go hit for hit, for, hit for hit with Trina, but boy, she can go rant for rant. I love a good takedown with words. But I also like Trina's response on Instagram, too.
4: Yeah, Trina said, responded. Uh, she said, uh, growth is ignoring people who deserve to be swung
5: on. Yeah, I can understand why she would mm. feel that way, you know. But here's the thing. Uh, you know, when you're 40-plus years old like Trina and Kaya are, you can't just be out here fighting. So some people just need to be sued. Okay, I know it's a waste of time, energy, and money, but people should not be allowed to just say anything about you online with zero consequences and repercussions. Oh, I'm with you. you. Can't tell I am people. with you, can't, you. you. You can't tell people, I got HIV, just because you're trying to hurt me,
1: <laughs> all right? Yeah. All right. Now, I, I got to sue you. you for libel and slander. Like, Some people up? should just be sued. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we too old now to be people. fighting. We too old to be pulling up. I'll let my lawyer pull up on you.
5: It's a waste of time, right. energy, and money. You probably won't get nothing, but you know, sometimes it's okay to garnish people's future wages.
4: All right, well, I am Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
5: Sound like you did that before, brother. Um, nah, I wanted to, but I didn't. I so. still might. I am I don't know. Depends how I feel.
1: Okay.
4: Oh, and today's Stevie Wonder's birthday. He's seventy
1: years young today. Stevie, right. Stevie Wonder's birthday. Stevie Wonder. Today is Pusha T's birthday, and today is uh, Dennis Rodman's m- birthday.
5: Really? Yeah. Dropping the blues bomb for Stevie Wonder. Not too many people can see him on that goddamn piano. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That man is one of the greatest musicians of all time.
1: That's okay? right. Period. All right. Well, when we come back, front page news. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me just say happy anniversary to my wife. Today is uh, 19 years we've been married. Now hey, show everybody happy on anniversary. Revolt. Yee, Charlamagne, so I can't go to the store and purchase anything, of course, because we all stuck at the crib. But this is what I'm making her right now. Can y'all see it? I'm going to color this oh, yeah. right now. I'm showing everybody on Revolt. Out I drew bag. out a bag, yeah. I drew out a bag, and then I'm going to color the bag in and give it to her for our an anniversary.
4: You know you can order things online.
1: Not this store. This store doesn't have online where
5: you can order yeah, oh, this.
4: Okay. Oh, okay. A okay,
1: Birkin. okay, But let's get into some front-page news. What are we talking about?
5: <laughs> this store is trash if it's not uh, able to um, send stuff during this
1: time, okay? No, it's not, not a, actually. I mean, it's not essential. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, it's definitely not essential, but I'm going I'm to cut it. Go ahead.
4: All right, Dr. Fauci is warning against reopening the economy too soon. He was talking to a Senate panel yesterday and was discussing all of the risks to the community. Here's what he has to say. My
3: concern is that if states or cities or regions disregard to a greater or lesser degree the checkpoints that we put in our guidelines, there is a real risk that you will trigger an outbreak that you may not be able to control, which in fact, paradoxically, will set you back not only leading to some suffering and death that could be avoided, but could even set you back on the road to trying to get economic recovery.
5: Yeah, it's crazy that he says it'll lead to an outbreak that we can't control as if we're controlling this one. <laughs> like we, we haven't even controlled the first one yet.
4: Now, yeah. according to official estimates, they're saying about 80,000 Americans have died, and Dr. Fauci feels like the real number is likely much higher than that.
3: Most of us feel that the number of deaths are likely higher than that number because th- given the situation, particularly in New York City, that there may have been people who died at home who were not counted as COVID because they never really got to the hospital. So in direct answer to your question, I think you are correct that the number is likely higher. I, I don't know exactly what percent right. higher, but almost certainly it's higher.
5: Well, maybe the government's now, listening to the second opinion. You know, when you have a doctor, you're like, well, let me get a second opinion. When you don't like what the first doctor said? What's the second opinion?
3: I don't know. Now,
4: as far as the vaccine, is that on the horizon? Here's what Dr. Fauci had to say about a possible vaccine.
3: We have many candidates that hope to have multiple winners. This will be important because this will be good for global availability if we have more than one successful candidate. There's also the possibility of negative consequences where certain vaccines can actually enhance... The negative
1: effect of the infection. Yeah, which is which is very scary when you, when you hear all those things and and like I said, I'm just not leaving the crib. Like I'm uh, I'm okay. Like I, you know, uh, yep. my kids will be homeschooled. They'll go through Zoom. I, I'm not taking any trips. We're just gonna sit our ass home. You know, and the only thing I got to decide is, and what I'm gonna do is is Madison going to college next year? Uh, I, I don't think she's gonna, definitely not gonna be staying on campus. Uh, I just don't feel comfortable. She's just gonna have to travel every day, and depending on the class size, will depend on will I allow her to go to class or not. Just I gotta now, be seen. Yeah, I, you know, I gotta watch out for my. One kids. of my
4: friends was was telling me yesterday, she was like, I don't know, but I need my kids to go back to school because she has to work, so she's not sure because she's a single mom. She's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my kids if I have to go to work and I have nobody to leave them with. She was like, I, yeah, I was like, so you don't a- mind sending your kids to school? She's like, I don't have a choice.
5: Right. That is definitely a problem a lot of people are facing um, You know, look man, I don't know what the answers are Because I really still don't know what the hell is going on I just know that staying home as much as possible Is probably the safest bet But people yes. do have to go to work And you know, people do have to take their kids to school Because they gotta go to work Especially right. when a single mother So I just don't know man This is a very uh, bad situation And never in America have I yeah. seen a situation handled so poorly I just, you know, like, I've never seen for some people, they'll, they'll so be far. like, just
4: stay at home, keep the kids home. But some people really just don't have that option. So right. what do you do in that scenario? Um, this, now, this, House Democrats have released a new coronavirus relief proposal, and that proposal will be expected to be more than three trillion dollars. That will be the largest relief package in history. But they've already said the Republicans have already said that that bill is dead on arrival in the Senate. They said it's got so much unrelated to coronavirus. It's dead on arrival here.
5: Let me tell you something that pisses me off. It pisses me off because that shows you that America is a sham, and we're not getting uh, all out of America that we possibly could be. Because if they've already given out 1.8 trillion, then they're putting proposals on the table for three trillion. But you know, we still can't get free care. Right? We can't get free college education. You know You're what I'm right. saying? It's, uh, You got all these homeless veterans in the street just starving. They done went off to fight for this country. Now they in the middle of the street begging for change. This country should be ashamed of itself that they can always bail out these corporations. And the fact that they can just say, hey, we can give you $1,200 a month if we want to but they haven't done this before. Like, I mean, you know how many problems could have been solved yeah, in America? Yeah, absolutely right. And the
1: fact that if they can just we were, say, we want the $3 trillion, all right, we print up yes, $3 trillion. man. Yeah, now that's crazy.
5: When we was all living high off the hog here in America, you know how many problems could have been solved if somebody would have just had some empathy and said, you know what, let's give a relief package to people who really need it just because. Yeah. Not because we're in trouble, but just because. You're right. This is, America's a sham. It's an illusion. All
4: right, well, that is your front page news.
1: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Nikki Jam will be joining us. We'll kick it with Nikki Jam, of course, Latin artist. He was in Bad Boys 2. He has a Muy new do- new uh series on Netflix. So we'll kick it with him when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. Nicky Jim. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's good. Welcome, sir. To... Good, man. Everything good, man. I'm getting married in a year. Woo! And I am doing quarantine with my girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to quarantine is not a good moment to start with your girl because you gotta stick with her for twenty four hours.
4: How long have you been how long have you been engaged?
2: Uh, since uh Valentine's Day. Of this year? Yeah.
4: Did she have a lot of questions after watching El Ganador on Netflix?
2: Um, well, you know, before she saw gone I told her my whole life, everything, everything I went through and all that, so
4: she kind of knew already what was going on before she saw it. Because you were a real ladies' man, and I'm sure for any woman, she has to see that and be like, damn, you was banging your lawyer, you was banging people, people told you not to, you weren't staying away from women, it was like a weakness for you
2: yeah i mean you know she know my life i mean i was i was i was i was doing all that every day different girls and all that but i felt empty you know what i'm saying it was something about that every time i was with a girl i felt like every bad energy of this girl that i was i was messing with it was staying with me mm-hmm. that's right i don't understand how to explain it but it, it was I something that, yeah it was a transfer feeling, of energy exactly yeah. it wasn't feeling it wasn't feeling good it was a lonely life and then I was I was in the moment that I was like, I'm having all this money, all this success, and I don't have somebody, you know, to, to you know to, to enjoy with. Right. I met th- I met this girl, she's an athlete, she's from Louisiana, she's smart, she's beautiful, she could play basketball like a beast. <laughs> and uh, I mean it can't be sexier than that. You know Let's start me. from the beginning. How did you get into the music
1: industry? How did you start rapping and performing?
2: Um, I was born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. I don't know if you know about Lawrence. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, and uh, I, st- I remember there was a lot of when I was like eight years old. There was a lot of talent shows about hip hop talent shows in-, in high schools and stuff. And um, I used to go just to check them out. And I loved, I, I loved what I was seeing. They said LL Cool J was your, your, one of your, your your idols and your influences as a kid. Yeah, back in yeah, back in the '80s, I wanted to be like him. You know what I'm saying? Without, without the muscles, I ain't got his muscles. <laughs> gotcha. I went to Puerto Rico uh, when I was 10 years old. My dad—they caught my dad with 25 kilos of cocaine. Okay, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> and, and instead of my dad, uh, uh, you know, he he paid bail. He, he got out of bail instead of going back. He took us as a fugitive to Puerto Rico and he raised me. And he, he, was, try- he was raising me as a fugitive in Puerto Rico because my mom was a drag- drug addict and she couldn't take care of me. So my dad, he he was doing drugs, but he wasn't that crazy. So he, he knew he could uh, take care of us in that situation. And uh, I went to Puerto Rico and I saw for the first time what reggae music was, dancehall music and all that back in '92. And I said I want this because back in the '80s in the states, the way people dance and and, and do, it was a little bit separated. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't do that that that, that Caribbean vibe where you know you <laughs> grinding up on a girl. Yes. So I, said, I, mm-hmm. I fell in love with this, and I said I want to do this for my life. And uh, I started packing groceries at a store, and I started rhyming. And and, and uh, it's crazy because my first language was English, but now I speak better Spanish than English because I've been living in the Spanish world for 20 years. Um, so I started rhyming and this girl from a record label saw me and they signed me like in a week. Mm-hmm. They signed me in a record label called MP Records. I did my first album and, uh, imagine I was 12 years old doing a, an album. Cre- creativity wise, it wasn't really too good, but the DJs loved what I, what I did. And I started doing a lot of mixtapes and that's when I started, uh, working with Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee was the king of mixtapes in those days. And, um, that's how it started. Why didn't you sell dope? I did it. Okay, you did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he said, I did it, I did So your dad, <laughs> you, you, I, your dad put you on, or? Uh, not, not really, man. I did it just to survive, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I even did it, it it's funny, because I even did it, it uh, I went to Cresta 193rd in Fordham Road, by Fordham Road in New York, and I did it with Mongo, you know, Mongo Pina days. I was there in the block trying to survive, because I had problems. that was trying to kill me and Daddy Yankee, because cause one of our best friends he was in the... Tito. Yeah, he was in the, He was in the streets messing around and uh they killed him. So they, they said we was next. So we had to go hide in New York because this guy had a 666 on his forehead. You know what I'm saying? This guy wow. was crazy. The guy wanted to kill us. So uh I was trying to survive. So I, I told the guy, yo, man, give me a spot. You know what I'm saying? I try, I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to survive. So I did that until I could make some money. And, uh... We all got, you know, made money enough to go back to Puerto Rico, get us some straps and take care of each other and get back to this music again. I mean, it's it's crazy.
4: You know what's Uh, crazy is that looking back on everything, you think about all the things you went through at such a young age, right? Like your mom being an addict and then your dad, you know, being involved in the drug game and then seeing one of your best friends discovering his body and all of those things that you had to deal with and then having to flee to the Bronx, to escape somebody trying to kill you. That's a lot to go through at such a young age. And we see you being, like, addicted to Percocets and all of that to kind of try to numb the pain. When did you realize this is not normal for a child to have to see these things?
2: I mean, this is all I knew since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I saw my parents, you know the faces they make when, that was the crack era. So that could mess you up in the head. I started out with weed when I was, like, 11 years old. And from there... From weed, I went to coke, and from coke, I went to everything. And uh, the perks, I did it when I was already like famous in like in Puerto Rico. Uh, Percos is like a big drug in Puerto Rico. It's something that they like even more than anything else. I don't know in the states, but like, like, cause I, I what, what I know it was like more like a white people drug in the states and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. in, in Puerto Rico, people love that, and they 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 did it a lot. So I got hooked on that. I was doing. 30, 40 pills a day. God, man. damn, you lucky you alive, bro. I am lucky I'm alive, man. 30, 40 pills a day. And uh, it came to a moment, you know, to to tell you, the. it's a long story. To make it short, I was just tired of everything failing and everything being bad. I said, I, I need to break these chains. You know what I'm saying? My mom was a drug addict. My dad was a drug addict. You know, my uncle died of AIDS because he, he he injected himself with heroin with uh, somebody else's... uh. Dirty needle dirty needle and, and 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 he died in my face i saw him die you know what i'm saying i said i gotta change this you know and uh i went to church one day and i got on my knees and i started you know i, I started crying i cried like for a half an hour and i let everything get out i let every, I let everything go and i went to uh Colombia and it's crazy how people are like well you got clean in columbia yeah. Colombia a country where there's everything all that you know, good so ass cocaine I, in Colombia <laughs> well that's not all Colombia Colombia has a lot of beautiful culture a lot of beautiful people but you know a lot of people think that that's the only thing that you could see in Colombia so but when I went to Colombia I saw the good side of Colombia I saw the love they gave me they made me they gave me all that love that I needed to uh conquer the world you know and uh I just got cleaned and um I lost weight I was almost 300 pounds because when you take perks you don't really like, you're not the skinny drug addict. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you take Perks, you eat a lot. So I got skinny. I lost like 100 pounds. And from there, I started uh, finding my music in Colombia. Colombia, I started like from zero, from being a famous singer in Puerto Rico and having all the success and losing everything and, and people forgetting who I was. I went to Colombia. I saw Colombia had 65 million people, more than 65 million people. I said, if I have a national hit in this country, I could probably b- bounce around all over the world and have a lot of views, let me, let me try it. And that's what I did. I did five number one national hits in the country, and I made so much views, so many million, uh, millions of views that I started jumping all around the world, and then I
1: did worldwide hits. All right, we got more with Nikki Jam when we come back. Let's get into a Nikki Jam joint. It's called X. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. No. That was X by Nikki Jam. He's here. Uh, Latin artist, huge. You might have seen him in Bad Boys 2. Charlamagne?
5: Listen, I want to go back to something real quick. Uh, it was a story that you told about when you was in the street. So you and Daddy Yankee, y'all come to New York, y'all get your money up, y'all get the scraps, y'all go back to Puerto Rico. Did y'all kill the guy with the 666 on his forehead? No, oh, we did We you know. <laughs> no, we did No, we was lucky that they
2: somebody took care somebody of him. Somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And not for us. I mean, he had problems with a lot of people in Puerto Rico
5: and, uh, you know, that's the way
1: it worked. Now, Charlotte, sure man, if he did, do you, would... you think
5: he would be like yes? Do you think well, he was, I mean, if he did, do you think he'd be like yes? Well, it here's it the me? thing: he told 75 percent of the story, so I was like, well, wait a minute. The way it
2: sounded, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it no, sounded no, no. like you.
4: You were well, to him. I'm
5: telling you, what I'm
2: telling you already came out on the series. So, but there.
4: you did go to jail for shooting somebody.
2: Yeah, I did. I did.
5: That, that was a stupid me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, now, who, why'd you shoot somebody? For those who didn't see the documentary yet. Uh, well, uh, we was at a club. I can't
2: really talk about about it. So much. If you see the series, you see that you will see when 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 a gun goes off, mm-hmm. but uh, and that's it, and that's it. The gun did just that went happen? Out. Did that happen in the states or did that happen in Puerto Rico? Happened Columbia? in Puerto Rico. Happened Puerto Rico. I got three years. Uh, they gave me six years for attempted murder, but 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 I came out in three. Now, how did you meet Will Smith? I see you as a Will Smith. Got a great relationship. How did you and Will Smith get get together? Um. Well, the thing is, my manager is is. is best friends with uh, Will Smith's manager. So uh, the thing is that uh, he one time, when I came out with this with this song, Ekkies with J. Bobby, it was a big hit. And uh, he told him, yo, can you do a challenge? Like, can you dance with the song? He did it, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, me being a big fan of Will Smith, who isn't, I went crazy. And um, so I felt blessed, you know. And uh, that's how we, uh, we started the relationship. And then he saw how cool I was. And I was telling him that I was acting and I and I wanted to act and he was telling me he was doing bad boys. And obviously, you know, me being a guy, me being a guy almost 40 years old, you know how we, we love bad boys. Mm-hmm. I asked him if, if, if I could be a part of the movie, he's like, yo bro, do the casting. And if you do good, the part's yours. So I went to LA, I did the casting in front of these three ladies that had the poker face, you know, and I thought I didn't get it, but I did get it. You know, it, it went good. And, um, that's how it is. That, this is my second movie. I did uh, I did Triple X with Vin Diesel, too, the, the mm. third part. It was my first cameo that I did. And I thought I was going to do a cameo in 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 Bad Boys as well, but they gave me almost to half of the movie. You had a real part. You had a part, yeah. part. Like You had yeah, a, they a give, real act. They gave me, me a real
5: part, made me look badass, do stunts and shit. Question, Nikki. Um, you, you talked about the decline in your career. Early. Do you think that was directly associated with the beef with Daddy Yankee? I could say Yes. A lot, because really? the respect that people
2: have for Daddy Yankee was insane. And I did a, show, I did a song dissing him, because mm-hmm. I felt that he shot at me in the song. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, after that, Yankee comes out with the song, La like Gasolina.
4: Yes. You yeah, yeah, know what talk. I'm
2: talking about. Right. So he went, and imagine imagine being the guy that this Daddy Yankee <laughs> or the Gasolina coming out. That messed up my career for a lot. I mean, that was a stupid move, an ignorant move from my part. Are y'all cool now? Oh, hell yeah. We real good. Real good. How did y'all squash that? How, how did, did you have to come back and be like, my bad? Or how did y'all squash it? You know what? I knew, we. I, I told him I was sorry and everything. We said, It's funny. This is a crazy story. When he was in the pick of his career, um, I got on a plane first class. And I think the people from American Airlines, they knew this. Mm-hmm. And they knew Yankee was gonna be in it and they knew we had like a little beef going on and they put us on us on the next to the together. They put it the next to each other and we sat down oh, Wow. and we talked. Mm-hmm. We talked on we talked on a plane and he was like, yo, bro, look, let's let's do this. Uh music wise, you know what I'm saying, music wise right now, business wise, we don't have to prove people that we good, you know what I'm saying? But me and you, we squashed the beat squash the beef so we was okay. You know what I'm saying? But people didn't know it.
4: Right. You know what I'm saying?
2: People didn't know it. And yeah. I and, and I and, and my mentality and I wanted to do music with Yankee and I wanted to fix uh everything. But my mentality I said, you know what I gotta do? It's easy to say you're sorry when you messed up and you and you're broke and you're not doing good and your career right. is, is shitty, and he's doing so good. So I said, let me let me get my shit together. Let me get my career my career good. Let me work hard. And then when I go back and tell him I'm sorry, I know he's going to believe me because I don't mean nothing. And that's, that's exactly right. what happened.
4: Right. So How'd you get to know. that
2: point where y'all was beefing to begin with? Uh, it was, it's, I was the drugs, man, had me so stupid and I was messing up so much. I thought, I thought he, he, he needed to support me more, but he did so much.
4: Yeah, but he did. When you watch the series, you're like, oh my God, how yeah, is Daddy Yankee so even much. He did putting so much,
2: up but with I was, this? I was with that stupid keeping it real mentality, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he was trying to be this successful singer and have a, 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 nice career. He was already over the street thing, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was already like, you know, he, he, he was always a leader. And and I wasn't thinking like a leader. I was thinking like a stupid follower. Okay. So he was like, yo, Nikki, you know what I'm saying? Like, i will try to help you so much, but I can't deal with you anymore, bro. Like, you're going to get me in trouble.
5: Hey, Nicky, uh, we have a a board up. another member of The Breakfast Club. He's also a DJ. His name is DJ Dramos. He loves you. He thinks you're hot. And he wants to ask you a question. Uh, All two. right, man. Dramos, what's up, bro? How you doing? What's up, man?
2: So, I mean, obviously the, the old school culture of the reggaeton is a lot of macho stuff, right? You know, and now we're seeing guys like Bad Bunny kind of breaking those, a lot of those stereotypes, wearing things like dresses and kind of pushing gender norms and, and talking about a lot of political and, and society issues. You're an OG in this game. How, how do you kind of feel looking at that, seeing how far he's kind of pushing? Because he does get a lot of flack for kind of being this weirdo, quote unquote, in the, the Latin space. Man, I respect him, man. I mean, he 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 got the guts to do it, bro. I mean, I don't think I look good in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: definitely sent Jamos that video because I was like, "What is going on here?" And he had to break it down and explain yeah, it no, to me. No, no,
2: no, no. I mean, I, I I when I saw it, I said he's a genius. Mm. I know it was gonna work. You know what I'm saying? And and the guy, and then the guy had his girl right there. You know what I'm saying? And kissed the right. girl with the dress on. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can tell tell he's smart, man. He's yeah. very smart. Yeah,
5: I never, I, never, I never thought about that because, you know, in the hip hop community, you know, people see that and they be like, oh, he's gay or whatever. How is it in the Latin community when it comes to stuff like that?
2: Hey, that was like that. We had that mentality years ago. You know what I'm saying? That's that keeping a real gangster mentality back in the early 2000s. But not today, man. That's that's old, bro. That's not the that mentality. I mean, I mean, it takes a man to like do whatever he wants to do. You right. know what I'm saying? And not care. You know what people say. So, so you're I not going to do in the next was, video. That's not going to be you in the next video. I just think I don't look so good doing it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's your relationship with your mom like now?
2: Oh, it's perfect, man. I mean, the love is there, and uh, she's making up for everything. I'm just, I'm just blessed to have her. And everything I did in the music was to be famous so I could see her again. I lost my mom for almost 20 years, and I got
5: her back, so I won. So Nikki speaking of blessings is your uh fiance going to come out of uh this quarantine pregnant? Uh nah man not yet bro I'm going to enjoy that body for a couple of years bro. <laughs> 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 so so you making the essential run for condoms huh? Yeah, but no, you just pull
4: out. Uh, that doesn't always work.
1: <laughs> that's that's how it started for me, and I got five.
5: That's how it started
1: for me, and I got five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes
4: it's always, you just got to pull out, baby.
1: Well, thank you for joining us, Nikki Jam, man. We yeah. appreciate you
4: and good luck with where, everything. Nikki, where's the wedding going to be?
2: Uh, We're thinking about Malibu in mm-hmm. L.A. You know what I'm saying? So y'all... Have- if y'all really? want to go, oh, yeah. Be, yeah, I mean, if y'all want to go, you know, what I'm saying, just being—I know Charlamagne not gonna go over there. Like, I ain't going over there. I like hey, a good man. wedding <laughs> Hey I'm man, doing. you guys, you guys are awesome. I, I'm, I'm blessed to be here with you guys, and you guys interviewing me. I feel, I, now I feel that I made it. Uh, All right. <laughs> hold on.
5: I think I think Dramos got a final question. You got you you want to say something, Dramos?
2: Dromo.
4: Yeah, wants to go to Miami. That oh, yeah.
5: was say
1: I love
4: you. I want. I want to come to the wedding too. But uh, <laughs> the, uh,
2: Los Congres, man, the album is it coming? Yeah, man. I mean, you and Daddy Yankee Reuniting. We definitely gonna do something like six songs, something yes. like that. We're talking about that. So the project y'all doing, y'all haven't recorded anything for it yet. No, not yet, because we, we, did, we did a single called Muevelo. It was his last song. But uh, as soon as this quarantine stuff finished, we all go back to the studio and we do come out with a, the Kangri album and, and, you know, make
1: people remember back in the early 2000s. Dope. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again, brother. We appreciate you. And it's Nikki Jam. It's The appreciate Breakfast it, Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Takashi.
0: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk, talk. With Angela Ye on the Breakfast Club.
4: Alright, so Takashi he tried to donate two hundred thousand dollars to No Kid Hungry. He said, during this pandemic, I understand we have nurses and frontline heroes who risk their life daily to save others, but never forget the children and families who depend on our public schools for daily meals and nutrition to keep our future leaders growing to their best potential. He said to every influencer out there, remember, if you are blessed, God gave you that blessing, not just for you, but also to help others God first. Well, No Kid Hungry decided they didn't want his money. The, campaign, the campaign's director of strategic communications explained uh, to Complex, we are grateful for Mr. Hernandez's generous offer to donate to No Kid Hungry, but we have informed his representatives that we have declined this donation as a child-focused campaign. It is our policy to decline funding from donors whose activities do not align with our mission and the values.
1: Yeah, I was, um, was kind of confused about that. Uh, you know, kids need the money. I mean, he made the money legally, right? He made the money from his deal. So I, I didn't understand why. And then we were talking about it and we forgot he was... Ch- wasn't he charged with he a was, sexual assault uh, three or something felony, like
4: Three felony counts for use of a 13-year-old girl in a sexual performance after a video surfaced in October of 2015. And then he was also arrested for misdemeanor assault after allegedly choking a 16-year-old boy in a mall in Houston. And so for those reasons... I'm yeah. sure they feel like that does not align with what we're about. Now, 6 9 responded to that claim, and he said, No, Kid Hungry, rather take food at the mouth of these innocent children. I've never seen something so cruel.
1: No, they just rather not take money from somebody that's done something to kids before. And I understand it, and I get it.
4: All right. Now, right after that story, I have to talk about Boosie. He actually was talking about, on his video, about how his sons and nephews got prepared for adulthood and how he helped out with that. This is what he said. I'm training them boys right.
2: My my nephew, ask him um, ask my son. They were 12, 13. They got as <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Hell yeah, I got my <laughs> son up. Yes, a grown woman. Super grown. Checked his ass out. Checked all my nephews out. Super grown. I know the f*** he did to them. Check me out, that bitch.
5: Jesus Christ. Boosie trying to go to jail. I guarantee you that audio has been sent to the proper authorities in Atlanta. They passing that audio around like they was passing around the uh, the old dog shooting a convenience store on his Administer Society tape, okay? Like, why well, well, would Boosie bring that kind of heat on himself?
4: On social media said they contacted the Louisiana Department of Children and Family Services you.
11: to report no, him. And, and
4: by the way, that is disgusting, Uh, if you're a grown woman and you're having sexual any type of contact with a child who is 12 or 13 years old that is disgusting and for parents you should not want that for your child
5: I mean you gotta you gotta gotta put the weed down and back away from the Instagram okay that's that's crazy like like, first of all everything don't need to be done that number one and everything don't need to be on Instagram like why are you even why why? like what was the point of that so now when when them authorities knock on your door and, you know, they, they want to investigate you and they want to you know yeah. possibly take your kids away from you and they want to lock you up. Like, come on, for what? Like, why? Why are you bringing that attention to yourself? That don't make no sense. I don't get it.
4: All right. Now, Snoop Dogg wants to do a verses, And who do you think he wants to challenge he thinks would be good? Here's what he had to say. So to me,
6: it would be either a Snoop versus Jay-Z because he has been the king of New York around the time
2: I've
3: been the king of
2: the Stay what? right there. That sounds like the ultimate
7: battle. Now, I don't know if Jay-Z will do it because he's, he's kind of like Dr. Dre. You were saying, we love him, but Jay, Jay-Z, introvert, quiet. You
4: know what I mean?
1: I mean, I think that'll be great. I, I don't think that'll ever happen. Jay, I, I just don't see Jay as that type of person.
4: Yeah, I, love Snoop I think that, that Joe agrees. It's not going to happen.
5: I, I love Snoop Dogg. double g He's an icon, but he he don't want it with Hope. Come on, man! Stop. Twenty songs? No. Come on. It's not, that's actually a wash. Come on.
4: Snoop definitely. Snoop definitely got
5: twenty songs. I mean, he does, but they not on the level of Hov's. Envy. Come on now. You a DJ? 20 come songs. on. You can't. You can't. You can't ask me that. Come on. You, 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 I mean, you guys say I it's ride Hov's like. Come on. I can't. You get like. I listen. I love Snoop. I've been to Snoop concerts. Snoop get, Snoop gets busy, but come on, man. Twenty songs with Hov? No, man. I was thinking about this yesterday. Who could battle Hov catalog wise? Right. I think it's between two people. Who? Cool. I think it would it would either cool. be Kanye, Kanye, and I'm not saying he would win. No. I'm saying it would be between Kanye no. or Drake. Kanye no. And Drake. No,
1: no. I don't think this. No. I think whole no. washes both of them. He washes all of but them. It's not. It's not even. A, it's not even a contest. It's not even a fight. I, I think this. I think the same. That's just my personal opinion. Jay in shows. Not even a fight. Have you
5: ever been? Jay Z can do eight hours. Yes, <laughs> like, literally. But Snoop can do, do
1: Snoop could do a lot as well. But I I just it's just nah. Mm-mm. I, I, I just can't see big- I, anybody No
5: nope. Okay two, guys
4: And since we're talking about verses, come from the
5: Chronic And they come from Chronic And uh, Doggy style And then he's got some yeah, good since, singles Later on in his career
4: Since we are talking about verses, Let's discuss Swiss Beats And he's saying that the John Legend versus Alicia Keys Is already in the books Listen to this Battle of the
7: Keys That's done I mean I can tell you right now That's done We got 15 <laughs> battles <laughs> We got 15 I keep saying that We got 15 celebrations That's done already That's done and I love that it's a male and a female bringing the creativity back to the music.
4: He also talked about an love upcoming that. battle that is going to be legendary with some of the, some of uh, a couple of artists who have inspired much of today's hip hop artists.
7: Big Daddy Kane versus Rakim on Versus. We got enough icons playing music with music, but I just feel something different with Big Daddy Kane. And I just feel something different with Rakim, that they need to spit that on those beats and let people understand why we show up today for hip-hop and why hip-hop is so important and why people even celebrate what we celebrate as hip-hop.
1: I love that, too. Big Daddy Kane. I, lo- I love that. I love that. Rakim, I, I love that. This is getting fun. And I fun. like the
5: fact, I like what Swiss said. He wants them to actually rap while they're doing the verses. Like, he wants them to rap their songs out. That would be dope.
4: All right, Swizz also thinks that you should pay taxes if you're a rapper to the elder statesman. Here's what, what else he had to say.
5: I
7: want to raise a million dollars for each icon that started hip-hop. Yeah. The fact that we're not paying taxes on who started hip-hop shows that we don't f-ing really love hip-hop. We need to be t- paying taxes to the creatives of hip hop that gave us our freedom of speech to move forward. I'm going to go so hard with that.
5: Okay, well, I'm not mad at that idea. I, I agree You got to start a foundation though. You got to start a fund or something, right? Like you got to, you
1: got to, you got to put that on paper. Almost like a union. Like you got to pay your fees every year if you're a rapper. I, I, I agree with that. I think DJs too. I think DJs, you should play pay a fees for those DJs that started this. Absolutely. <laughs> But they they also older now, though, so it'll probably go to their families, right, as opposed to going
5: to them directly. No, nah, it'll
1: go to them. No, and and a lot of them yeah, are probably not around. touring as much. But a lot of them are not DJing as much, so that definitely could help them with health care, with li- health insurance, life insurance, all like,
4: that. Yeah. about, what, what about when, a lot of people didn't get the money they should have gotten at that time. So Absolutely. when yeah,
5: but what about when they're they not here no more, though, is what I'm saying. Because like oh, what Swiss said is true. Like What Swiss said is true. We're able to feed ourselves and our families with hip-hop. So you got to take care of the families, too. I would think so.
4: All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yeah, okay. I think something like a union would be great, right? making sure people have health care, life insurance, and things like that, also.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. I, I think so. I'm in. I, I would definitely make sure I pay my, my, my dues every year. All right. Man, my dues. All right, now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? Uh, donkey of the day is
5: going to the police in Louisville, Kentucky, who murdered Brianna Taylor in cold blood. We need them
1: to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them, please. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
7: Donkey of
10: the day, you dumbass. You get donkey of the day. You are a
7: donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm gonna fatten
1: all that sh- around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They
10: have to make a judgment <laughs> of who was gonna be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you.
5: Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitch. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the day for Wednesday, May 13th, goes to police officers at the Louisville Metro Police Department in Kentucky. Their names are Jonathan Maddenly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Costgrove. Okay, according to NBC News, they were identified by the police department as the officers who are currently under investigation under investigation for shooting and killing Breonna Taylor. Okay, because they were looking for a suspect at the wrong home. I repeat, they were looking for a suspect at the wrong home. <laughs> Another day, another black life is taken at the hands of the police. Now, if you haven't heard the story, Breonna Taylor, a 27-year-old EMT worker, an essential worker, Okay, died on March 13th after police officers with the Louisville Metro Police Department executed a search warrant at the wrong damn house. Let's go to WHAS ABC 11 News for the report, please.
11: Taylor's mother says that the 26-year-old and her boyfriend were never involved in drug activity. She was an EMT preparing to confront the coronavirus, working for both Jewish and Norton hospitals.
6: Unnecessary search warrant. She did not have to die.
11: Civil rights attorney Ben Crump represented high profile cases like Trayvon Martin and most recently Ahmed Arbery.
6: This was a botched investigation that ended up with an innocent young woman killed.
11: A lawsuit says the three detectives were searching for Jamarcus Glover, who was detained that morning.
6: They did not check to see if he was already in custody before they went in here shooting over 22 times.
11: After Taylor was killed, LNPD held a briefing later that day. The detectives are a part of the criminal interdiction division and were not wearing body cameras. Officers knocked on the door several times. ...and announced their presence as police who were there with a search warrant. Taylor's attorney disputes that, claiming police never identified themselves. The lawsuit says Walker, a registered gun owner, shot Eddie a sergeant in self-defense. He was arrested and charged with attempted murder of a police officer.
5: All three of the officers were placed on administrative reassignment. Now, I was looking at this thing, man. Breonna Taylor was an award-winning EMT and model citizen. Okay, she loved her family and community. She worked at two hospitals as an essential worker during the pandemic. I saw that uh, posted on, on Instagram, and she's dead now because police in Louisville, Kentucky failed to measure twice in order to cut once. Now, let me tell you something. You know how we say things like the most valuable thing you can make is a mistake, uh, you can't learn anything from being perfect, or you know, making mistakes is a lot better than not doing anything, or mistakes are proof that you're trying. None of those quotes apply to this mistake. All right. Not one. See, the mistake in this situation shows that the officers in Louisville, they weren't even trying at all not even a little bit. When you are executing a search warrant, you don't have the luxury of learning from your mistakes because you shouldn't be making an error to begin with. Okay. Some people in some professions don't have the privilege of being that irresponsible because being irresponsible can truly be a matter of life or death. It can be some life altering situations. Okay. And all these officers get is placed on administrative reassignment. Huh? Speaking of reassignment, do you remember that story that happened back in the day when a 67-year-old man went into surgery for bladder cancer, but when he woke up, he discovered doctors had amputated his penis, and the doctors never even told him that this was a possibility before the surgery? You know what that's called? Malpractice. You know what police officers did in Louisville, Kentucky? Malpractice. Okay? To add insult to injury, you arrest her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, for assault and attempted murder on a police officer? Now, this brother, Kenneth Walker, he had a license to carry and kept firearms in the home for protection, as we all should. 2 a all day. Now officers are saying they knocked on the door and announced themselves, but the lawsuit says they entered Taylor's home without knocking and without announcing themselves as police officers. Yo, I don't know what happened. All I know is Walker did what any person should do in that situation. You hear somebody breaking into your house, waking up in the middle of the night, and you got your legal firearm, you get the busing, okay? These officers were in plain clothes. They pulled up in unmarked cars. How is this brother Kenneth supposed to know what's going on? Kenneth had... Zero, listen to me, zero criminal history for drugs or violence. No drugs were found in the home. He's not part of that lifestyle. So when he hits somebody breaking in his house, all he's thinking is protect, protect, protect. And I feel him. Okay, Kenneth Walker didn't make a mistake. The police in Louisville, Kentucky did. Okay, you know who should have charges brought against them? The police in Louisville, Kentucky. Like, what are we doing, America? These officers executed a search warrant on the wrong house. From that moment on, it's their fault. Period. A woman is dead and all they have to offer literally is a statement saying, due to an ongoing internal investigation into this situation, we are not able to comment at this time. Damn, I can't even get a my bad condolences to the family. Nothing. I can even play white devil's advocate in a situation like this and say, "If if they didn't know they were in the wrong house and, you know, gunfire started, I can see why they, you know, reacted the way that they did. But that logic goes out the window simply because they were in the wrong house. This is their fault, period. Now we have to ask ourselves the question, who polices the police? Breonna Taylor is dead. Kenneth Walker is facing charges of trying to kill a cop. Their lives will be changed forever. Meanwhile, these cops get what? Who's going to make sure justice is served for the regular everyday people who pay those cops' salaries with tax dollars? Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher said in a statement, uh, Tuesday, that he was monitoring the case and talked to the police department's chief to ensure a thorough investigation. Yeah, right. The same police department who can't even execute a search warrant properly is going to give a thorough investigation. If it was anything thorough about this police department, Breonna Taylor wouldn't be dead today because you officers would have done your due diligence before you ran up in that ran up in the wrong house. Okay. Condolences to the family of Breonna Taylor. Uh, Kenneth Walker needs his charges dropped immediately. And Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove should be fired and charged with second-degree murder, period. Nothing else to talk about here, folks. Please let Remy Ma give those three officers from the Louisville Metro Police Department the biggest hee-haw.
10: Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid
1: mother... Are you dumb? Totally agree. And what ha-
5: Absolutely, yeah, And whatever happens to those officers is not enough, Because Breonna Taylor is dead. This is is an essential worker who worked at two different hospitals during the global pandemic, saving our lives, and you just took hers because you made a goddamn mistake? Mm.
4: Tragic. You did a
5: a search warrant on the wrong house? Come Mm Come on, man. Man, that
4: is so sad.
5: All right, well,
1: that's effed up, bro. All right.
5: Well, That's thank a you high for story that
4: to even have to listen to. To even
1: talk about, to even listen to. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, Ask Yee 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice, or any type of advice. Call Yee right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: What, 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 what you want to no. know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this?
10: Hi,
1: it's Misha. Hey, Misha. What's your question for yee? Uh,
10: my question is so I've been dating this boy since the middle of February, and I'm about to get my COVID 19 test. But I mm-hmm. think, well, he, he's been acting funny towards me. Like, he don't want to, it's like he don't want to talk to me. Do you guys live together? No, we don't live together, but I am nine weeks pregnant today.
4: Okay. And he always and
10: acting really funny towards me.
4: What's acting funny? I just, he don't pick up the phone. He don't text back. No. He don't call. Right, In the past week, he asked if I was okay three times. Wow, it sounds like he's got other things going on. So you haven't seen him this whole time because of coronavirus?
10: I haven't seen him since Saturday. I started feeling really crappy.
4: hmm And um, so you think you have it? Yeah, I do. I lost my sense of taste and smell. All right, well, listen, I would say this right now. Your first priority should be your health because you are pregnant. You do feel like you have coronavirus. Uh, and as far as your boyfriend acting funny by not calling, not texting, not checking on you enough, you know, what is he doing? Is he working? What's he doing during the day? I don't know
10: I don't know trapping. <laughs> I have Oh, uh, no. okay.
4: And so is he has he been erratic since y'all started dating in February? Have he been what? Like kinda off and on, trapping. Sometimes he's available, sometimes he's not. No, he always picks up the phone. Okay. You think he's a little concerned about your coronavirus? If he was, he would talk to me and ask me if I'm okay. You're right. He should be, especially because you're pregnant. Well, look, just take care of yourself right now. If he's not going to be the person that he's supposed to be, there's not much that you can do to force him to be, uh, you know, the man that he needs to be to step up right now. But let him know, you know, tell him. Be like, look, I'm going through a lot right now. I'm going to get tested. I'm pregnant, and I don't feel like you're really being supportive of me. And just tell me what's good, what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You think he'll be honest with you? Have you ever caught him doing anything?
10: No, not really.
4: He always seems so concerned with me
10: every time we're together, but when we're but when we're apart, he always acts like he don't wanna deal with me. Like mm. he always so when, funny when I'm not around him. He's like one of those men that that requires so much attention.
4: Right. And you feel like maybe he doesn't know how to be in a relationship. Like maybe you're his first real girlfriend and now you gotta train him.
10: I don't think that's I don't think that's it. I just think he, he's a Gemini. I think he
4: just requires way too much attention. Mm-hmm. All right, well, look, I just want to say this, girl. Just take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Take care of your mental and all of that. Just let's make this first priority the baby. And, yeah. you know, all you can do is tell him what you need. If he doesn't step up to the plate, that's on him. It's not on you. I know. All right. Best of luck to you, by the way, and take care. make sure you eat your fruits and vegetables and make sure you're staying healthy, getting your vitamin C, getting some sun, getting some vitamin D. Stay healthy. Thank
10: you. Thank you. You too.
4: All All right. right. I appreciate
1: it. Ask ye 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Ngao. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this?
8: Good morning, Giovanna.
1: Uh-oh, what's the matter, Giovanna? Why you sound her. like you whispering?
8: I'm whispering because my college student is home. <laughs> okay, okay. And I don't want him to hear my question.
1: Oh, boy. Mommy but, freaky. All right, let's go.
8: Yeah, DJ Envy, happy anniversary. My husband and I be celebrating 24 years of summer, too. Wow. In my 20s.
1: Congrats to so,
8: that. Yeah, same to you, same to you. My question is, I don't know how you deal with all those kids, but what to do now that these kids are home when you're trying to get freaky with your husband? Mm. <laughs> do you, you have know, any? Do you have any? Reason why you sustain these long-term marriages? Because <laughs> y'all do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know? But we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> how why many kids?
4: Home?
8: Just one, just one. Buddy. Okay, he's
4: home from college.
8: He's 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 graduated last year, thank goodness. But you know, with everything going on, his grad plans didn't work out. He was supposed to relocate to California. He's home with us. We have a condo and can't get down the way we usually get down. You know.
4: Oh, so is there is he ever going outside? Is there someplace like an outdoor not space? Not, like where now, go get not some right now. Not right now.
8: And we, you know, normally we we'll go to parks, but parks have been closed. We don't want to get arrested because he's essential. I own a catering mm-hmm. business, kind of, you know, in the, in, in the public eye. I, I, I don't want to be, you know, known for anything scandalous, but of course.
4: Y'all be now, going to know, the parks getting freaky? Yes, I like yes, this. No, yes, no, no, no. She said. We have. We hold have, on. But hold on. <laughs> yes, they do. Not now. Not now. Not during this. Not now, this. of
8: course. Everything is shut down. We try to be safe. As I said, my husband is, is, is essential. I own a catering business. Shout out to the small business owners, I fed the front line. Still doing my What's the
4: name of your catering day. business? Let's plug that, too, while we're on
8: here. Oh, thank you. Impa Mama Signature Recipes. Mm. Where okay. I'm in Cliffside Park, but I work out of a, a commercial kitchen in Inglewood. So Inglewood Hospital, Holy Name, neck Feed the Frontline. We're still doing more. so. But
4: now, Giovanna, let me ask you this. Doesn't your son have to go to sleep at some point?
8: Um, Now that he's home, not really. I mean, come on. You know these older kids. They're on FaceTime all hours of the night. You know, um, and and we're not quiet. You know
4: what? You know what? I think is fun. You need to have sex quietly. Quietly. Who yes, and that quietly? actually is really fun, but it doesn't normally happen. Yeah. But it's actually very exciting when you know, what? It's you know no people. My
8: husband's louder than me, actually.
4: Well, you gonna have to wow, You gonna, gonna have to cover his <laughs> mouth while you're doing it. But it's actually Over something his really mouth. fun. about trying to be quiet while you have sex. And that might just be something y'all going to have to do. Just be careful, quiet. It is exciting. That uh,
1: We're going to try. Mama, mama, mama. Can I be honest with you? Especially
8: from DJ. What do you do with all those kids? We live in a condo. (laughs) Well, first
1: of all, first of all, the kids go to sleep. The kids go to sleep, yeah. and then the older kids... older one, exactly.
4: But the, oh, he knows what's going on. You don't think he having sex? She like, don't, don't want be... him to hear that. Nobody want to oh, hear their parents having you, sex. Thank you, Angela.
1: The kids don't want to hear that. Put a lock they on that door, that. and you and your hubby go in. He's not going to walk in.
4: in. He's not walking listen, in. So don't worry about it. He'll I'm put his headphones so on. on, and he'll be in his head- video game. Head- Savannah, let me let me tell you what else you can do. Let me tell you what else you could do, because you said the headboard. I'm glad you said that. Put a yes. sheet on the floor and have sex quietly on the floor.
8: We have carpet on our under the floor under our bed, but. uh, All right, well, well, listen, put a sheet
4: on the floor. (laughs) You put on some music, put the TV on, whatever you got
1: to do. Mama, don't even worry about your son. You know, my daughter came into me. She came into my room the, uh, the other morning and was like, guys, you know I don't go to sleep at 12 o'clock, right? Exactly. You know I hear everything that was going on. And I, and you know what I said? I said, well, you know how you got here, right? And then she just walked out. It is what it is. My daughter's 18. Your son, is. he graduated college. He got to be in his 20s. He understands.
4: But well, listen, I just, wanna, so I just want to say, you just need to make a fun game out of it. Put that sheet on the floor to him. All right, we got to be quiet. Turn on some music kind of low and just have sex slowly and quietly. He's
1: a grown-ass boy, mama. He's in he your house. He's old enough two. now. You and he hubby get freaky. After the two.
8: He doesn't want to see his mother's face. His father come out smiling, but he doesn't want to see me come down and make his avocado toast after I didn't...
4: Avocado him. toast.
5: Well, I hope you would wash your hands at least. Oh
1: yeah, yeah,
8: kind of my god, certified washing my hands and everything, but okay, we'll try the sheet on the floor. Thank no, you. No,
4: Mama, get yes. your freaky ass emme, on. This is ask Who emme, Hey, Emmy, this is Ask Ye. She wanted advice. And my Thank advice is good. have some fun with it. It's a different time, <laughs> it's a different era. She don't want her son to hear, put that sheet on the floor and have fun trying to be quiet. Quarantine sex,
8: maintaining the long term marriages. You got to do what you got to do. Mama, I haven't and worked every out the time, bed every thing yet.
4: Time, And every time he makes a, a little noise with his mouth and he starts getting too loud, just cover his mouth and be like, hey, you
1: got to be quiet. Mama, nah. And let me ask you a question. When you find out what it's to do with the bed, fun. help me out with the bed, because I haven't figured that out yet. My bed be squeaking. We it's haven't no. figured that out, man. We haven't figured. No. We used WD-40. We put
8: mattress and everything, and it's still. It's still it's mine, funny, too. The mattress. What the hell is the purple
4: mattress? A, a, it, He's loud. It's a label. It's a type of mattress. you have an um, air mattress?
8: No, we don't have no. Please, we would bust the
5: air mattress. We tried that back okay. in the day. She's trying to play you, <laughs> Angelique. Just tried to play you, Mom. She's gonna tell you. You got an no, air, mattress. air mattress. You're a grown oh, ass woman.
6: She um, tried to play you like you, you some little young cat oh, yeah. with an air mattress. There you go
8: wow, down. I have a. Ah, wow, wow, no. no, no,
5: no, You are
10: disrespectful.
4: I have a. Wow. I have a. I actually have an air mattress as a spare mattress in my house in case I have company, and I'm like, okay, here's an air mattress. So sometimes people come and the those up. Mm-hmm. You can blow up. You can like use the air
8: mattress. in the 80s. No. I don't know. If that's going to work. And
4: it's actually, it's a pillow top air mattress, and it's very air, nice. Yeah, and I, my I, I goddaughter.
8: It's automatically. Yeah, I have that for guests, but I don't think that's going to
1: work yeah. for that. Mama, go in. I'll don't worry about time. him. We're going to go Okay, I'm
8: going to take your advice. Go in. He, he knows. He, knows. he understands. I know you know, know, you know DJ and V. Long-term marriage, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. right. Sometimes you got to... St- now, kids <laughs> or not.
1: That's right. Or stick kids your or face not. out the window. Let, let <laughs> hubby hit it from the back. That way, if you yell, it's outside. You okay. go in. You get Let's, freaky. It's,
8: then my neighbors. It's nice. I've already had notices under my door from my neighbors. So that's the last thing I need is for them to see my <laughs> hanging out the window now, too. Now... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: Why are you so long right. and hanging out the window? <laughs> <laughs> Not
8: long, but you know, stick my face out the window. That's gonna come next. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, have fun with it. Get black on that I floor and have
4: some fun. <gasps>
8: Thank Good you. Good luck, Mama. And sustain these long, long-term marriages, we out here doing it too. There you go. Black
4: love, black right. love, and
1: black love. Don't
4: do your don't do your catering straight from doing what you do with your husband. Just make sure you wash your hands, shower. We don't want any extra.
1: That food have more love in it, boy. All right, thank you, mama. All right, eight hundred five. That ain't that ain't love, <laughs> and that ain't that ain't cream either. 1051 <laughs> We got rumors on the way, Yee?
4: Yes, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, you're gonna love this. OnlyFans. Who are they teaming up with right now? And we'll also discuss the NBA. NBA stars had a conference call. We'll tell you what came out of it as far as restarting the season.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk LaVar Ball. It's time, time,
7: time. She's spilling the tea.
1: This is The Rumor Report with Angela
0: Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: Yes, yeah, so as you know, LeVar Ball and Big Ball Brand have done their relaunch, and they are open to possibly collaborating. All right, LeVar Ball, his three sons, Lonzo, LaMelo, and LiAngelo, have signed to Rock Nation Sports last month, and, you know, they have a strong, they have a strong uh, relationship with Puma Basketball. So here is what LeVar Ball had to say about potentially collaborating.
9: You've got to think it's potentially down the road, unless l- we wouldn't even, you know, collaborate with these guys. And, and and like I said, I'm not going to know until we have a meeting and sit face to face and, and I see what they bring into the table and I, they see what I'm bringing to the table. And if we can be both transparent on what we want out of the deal and it works together, then we'll do it. If not, it's okay.
4: All right. I'm yeah, mad at that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we see that happen all the time. So that could be a nice collab.
5: I got me some ball brand your- slides upstairs, bro. I support the ball of brand.
4: You still have your own brand, but you can still do collabs with other people. So everybody does it. All right. Now, Demon Time and OnlyFans looks like they're going to be launching a new virtual nightclub. According to OnlyFans, they tweeted out the experience will be made possible through the site's new dual live screen feature. It's kind of like Instagram Live. So, uh, you know, Beyonce dropped both of those Demon Time and OnlyFans on the Savage remix with Megan Thee Stallion. Mm -hmm. And so now they're saying the first show is going to take place this Friday.
5: What is Demon Time? What is that?
4: Virtual
1: Strip Club. That's at night. Demon Time night. Virtual Strip Club. Mm.
4: So, (laughs) they're going to make... Listen, people are making money when they know how to do it. I see Cash Doll is doing something online, too, this Friday as well, a concert, and Sada Baby did it, actually, um, last week also. I think it's the same one that uh, Boosie was on. People are figuring it out right now. How can we make money during this time? And, you know, some people are, are really making it happen. So... I think the one with Cash Doll. Let me see. It's on Streamticket.tv, so people can pay and get on there. She's performing a uh, concert. Concert, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, performing live. All right, now let's talk about Chris Paul, LeBron, other NBA stars. They had, had a conference call, and they're talking about restarting the season. So they had a private conference call. They came to an agreement that all of them would be unanimously in favor of resuming the season if given the opportunity. As you know, Chris Paul is the president of the National Basketball Players Association. So the call had people like Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, uh, Russell Westbrook. Giannis Antetokounmpo and so the group is going to be significant in deciding what's going to happen with the remainder of the season as they're trying to figure it out. They said there's no point in adding risk for flying all of you city to city if there's not going to be fans. We think it would be safer to be in a single location. We're not sure what that location would be yet but it looks like they all want to get started. I also saw that ESPN—they're concerned about running out of content and things to talk about every single day without. Yeah, that's
5: uh, yeah. been difficult. <laughs> be be talk- difficult. Listen, I, I'm telling you, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, Molly, Jalen Rose, uh, Mike Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser—all of them should be commended because the fact that they can get on TV every day and find things to talk about and yes. still make them interesting—it's incredible to me. I watch mm-hmm. First Take every day just because you know it makes me feel normal being at home. But right. I've heard every single Jordan discussion that they possibly could have. Could have yeah, and I'm, in, and I'm intrigued every time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> every single right. time. Drop one to close off for first take. Goddamn it, Stephen A, Matt Kellerman, and Molly, y'all do a great job.
4: Now, let's talk about Michael Rubin's all-in challenge. We've been talking about this Tom Brady prize package. You get to go to his first Tampa Bay Buccaneers home game. You get his jersey from the game, and you get dinner with him. That mm-hmm. actually went for $800,000. Now, who won that prize? Well, the winner of that is a 25-year-old YouTube star, Logan 30 Acres. So he actually is a huge Tom Brady fan and has wow. already paid in full that $800,000 because he makes millions of dollars from his YouTube accounts. Wow. And since we're talking about sports, Dennis Rodman, he recently was on Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot Boxing. And one thing that he talked about was going to, uh, on a trip at the Harlem Globetrotters, going to North Korea and hanging out with Kim Jong Un. Here's what he had to say about a wild night.
7: So he's just sitting Dennis, we would love you to come back. We enjoy your company, so we're we'll going to have dinner tonight. You know, have a little karaoke, have some f***ing vodka, you know, and stuff like this. So I said, okay, great. Next thing that you know, we go to dinner, and we just shooting it, We're getting drunk and stuff like that. He gets up and starts singing karaoke. have no clue what the he's talking about. So everybody's clapping, and he has, like, this 18-piece women's band. I mean, these girls are f***ing hot, hot. You know, and the whole time they played one f-ing song, it
5: was a thing theme from Dallas. I just don't feel like Dennis Rodman has told us everything, man. I feel like he's holding out on us, and I want him to give us every single entertaining story. I know, but I want to hear every single entertaining story he has before he goes, okay? Think about it. We didn't know him in common Electro was having sex all around Chicago Bulls facility. Like, the man has lived an amazing life. I want to hear more from Dennis Rodman, goddammit.
4: Can Dennis Rodman get a podcast? (laughs) I'm sure he could. All right, now, Prince... They're doing a Prince Live 1985 concert, and that's going to be streaming for Coronavirus Relief. It's the Prince Estate in partnership with YouTube, and it's Prince and the Revolution Live, and that's going to be a film. It was filmed toward the end of the Purple Rain Tour in Syracuse, New York. It was filmed back on March 30th, 1985, and it will be available on Prince's official YouTube channel for three days only, starting on Friday and continuing through Sunday. So if you want to see that in collaboration with YouTube and Google, that will run in support of the Coronavirus solidarity response fund for the world health organization and google will match two dollars for every one dollar up to five million dollars so any viewer donations will have that matching component to it as well they do have an audio album from the concert that will be released to streaming services and that's going to be released on friday may 15th so you know i'm a huge prince fan he's my favorite artist of all time so i will definitely be watching that Mm -hmm. all right i'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report
1: i just think is is crazy I love it. That Logan 30 uh, Acre bid $800,000 and won that. He's, what, 25 years old? He's a YouTuber. How
5: 800, crazy $800,000. That is and
1: amazing, you know what? Man.
5: You know what's so crazy about that? I'm mm-hmm. sure they're going to let him tape it. So he'll probably make that money back on YouTube. Yeah, he
1: make it back. <laughs> you know what
5: I'm saying? Yes. He's going he's gonna to tape that whole experience, put it out of the love YouTube it. video, and it's going to have hundreds of millions of views. Hey, man, not mad at him. Can't knock his hustle I mean, at all. You know
4: what he does all. on YouTube? What? Oh, well, first of all, he has one main page with 9 million subscribers, and then he has several other accounts as well, but he voices skits with dolls from the Super Mario video game series.
1: Yeah, he also sells the dolls and sells the clothes. He makes his own dolls, so he's, he's, it's more than just that. He's, he, he has a huge business there, and I respect that. I love that. He's not only 24, 25 years old, man. You gotta love that. He f- figured it out, and I'm not mad at anybody He'll who figure it figures out. it out. Can Absolutely. All right. Now, um, shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. And you know, I'm starting off with anniversary. Today is my anniversary. Nineteen years married to my baby. Wow. All right. Let's get into it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We have to Good shout morning. to Nikki Jam for joining us this morning.
4: Salute yes, to Nikki I- Jam. I enjoyed that and I told you I really like El Ganador if you watch that on uh, Netflix that's available now. I think it really came out two years ago on other platforms but now it's available on Netflix very entertaining series to watch
5: Salute the Young Bop Check it out this weekend Salute the Young Bop Bored Out Poppy Okay Dramos Bored Out Poppy Pulling Pulling up Pulling up with some good questions you know what I mean? I like that nickname. I can roll with that. Okay. Bored wow. Up Poppy. There we go. Bored Up Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> yeah, I like
1: that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we got the positive. note. don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now um you guys enjoy the day. I'm enjoy my day of care. K- uh, of today is my anniversary with my wife. We've been together 25 years, married 19. Don't, and we don't just gonna make gonna no more babies, ourselves. bro. Don't
4: make no more
1: babies. You make don't one need one number one. 13. Let me let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you a funny story, right? I was Uh-oh. with a uh I was a Hasidic gentleman, right? And he was talking. He was like, How many kids do you have? And I was like, I have five. He's like, Really? And he was like, Can I ask you a question? I'm like, sure. He was like, are they all by the same woman? I said, (laughs) wow. I should have said, don't disrespect me. Hold on, hold on. I said, yes. He goes, oh, oh, okay. He goes, oh, I have five kids too. I said, really? Is it all by the same women? He started laughing. He was like, no. No, he said, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, said, they're all by the same woman. I'm like, He just said, no. I'd have said, you are so
5: ghetto. Get your <laughs> ghetto ass away from me. Oh, did you say, so, ugh, oh, the ghetto? I
4: can't Might believe you like, asked oh. for that.
1: So ghetto. Oh, do you take care of them all? Huh? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, what if 19- he would have said,
4: well, what if they would have said, well, you people know how y'all do.
1: No, 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 no He was cool. He was cool. <laughs> we had a long conversation after that. But Um. Yes. Nineteen years. So we gonna have fun, and maybe you never know. We might. I might. You know. Try to make another one tonight.
4: Never know. Y'all been working on it for a minute now. So why
1: not? Let it it go. Like Charlemagne says. Who was not the last time I wore a condom? I'm just gonna let it go.
5: Your wife, man.
6: That's the beauty. That's the
1: beauty beauty of marriage.
5: Yes, man. That's the beauty of marriage. That's the beauty of being in long term relationships, man. To have guilt free, unprotected sex. Yes. Now, um, you got a positive note for the people. Yes, the positive note is simply this. I put this on my Instagram last night, man. And I really um, I really want y'all to feel this one. Uh, the only person who can define you is God. Tune everybody else
2: out.
3: You finished or y'all done?